Hey, I'm Rebecca Nanjago. Welcome to the Connectivity Podcast. We may not realize it, but we are always looking for connection, genuine human connection. This show will help you feel connected to yourself and to others through deep, meaningful conversations about life and what makes all of us human. So grab some tea, cozy up, and get ready to feel inspired, challenged, and connected. This is the Connectivity Podcast. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Connectivity Podcast. So today's episode, you guys, is like, you know how they say when people post on Instagram and say photo dump? I think this is like a thoughts dump. (laughs) Uh, Like so many thoughts have been running through my mind and I just wanted to have a conversation and I thought, why not record? Okay, so here we are. Now, here's what triggered this. I turn 29 tomorrow. So depending on when this comes out, I hope that I can upload it tonight because I'm recording right now. It's it's 9 p.m. on 10th March and I'm born on 11th March. So I'm just hoping that it goes out tonight or early tomorrow or something. But anyway, as I'm recording, I turn 29 tomorrow. And I've just been thinking here like, oh my God, yeah, today is actually my last day of being 28. And I was like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? I literally had that thought. I was like, what? I- I'm supposed to be doing something now because like the last few hours of being 28 are here. What should I do? And so, of course, a thought came and it's like, you know, you should write down the things you're grateful for. Uh, what 29 offered you, what you've learned, things like that, right? What 28 rather offered you and things you've learned, things like that. So another thought came and just just like, you know what, call Phoebe, (laughs) call Phoebe. So Phoebe's my friend, uh, she's my girl, and we are very, very similar in like how we speak and process things, right? So like she's the first person that popped off my mind. So I called her and I said, Phoebe, I'm turning 29 tomorrow and I don't know what to do. And she's just like, what? (laughs) You're such a baby. And I'm not going to get into the details of the conversation. But she also like just really, you know, said the same thing, like you're transitioning. So she gave me like a few pointers and she's like, just think about grace in the year 28 like what grace did you receive when you were 28 and like you guys i just started bowling she kept asking me questions like what were your chance meetings at the age of 28 what don't you think you deserve but you got when you were 28 guys the whole time i just started bowling with so much gratitude and i was just like no 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 guys i (laughs) I need to share this, right? So, of course, if you follow me on social media and all of that, you just know that the year 2020 really was like monumental in my life for many, many reasons. And I was just thinking, wow. Um, I was so being before and I was just thinking, yeah, yeah, so 28 is here. I feel like 29 is here. I feel like I am... I've grown so much in the sense like, oh my God, look at me. Like I'm here being a whole human being, looking after my own self and, you know, just, you know, employing people. And I'm like, yeah, look at me, (laughs) that aspect. I have like an amazing relationship with my friends and my lover. And it's just like so many amazing stuff. But then also 
was just like okay yeah so now I'm in turn 29 it's my last year being 29 and there are things that I thought by this time I would have achieved and you know and maybe I haven't but still time is an illusion and everybody's story is different so that's how I was thinking before really I spoke to Phoebe and she like really brought things into perspective and I was like you know what this is it so I just wanted to share first of all the things that um, 28 offered me that I'm completely 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 grateful for one like chance meetings I had many chance meetings this year as part of a mastermind group a business mastermind group that was amazing each and every individual in that mastermind group taught me so many things and my business really grew because I had an accountability group that was supportive and would meet every month and like I grew a lot as a person but also my business grew based on that that's not something that I thought that I would have like I planned to have when I was 28 but then it's one of those things that was granted to me I had so many like I met Phoebe you know who I just spoke about uh, this year and it has just been amazing right it's just like how can you meet someone and it's just like you've known them forever that kind of thing like a very rare connection um i didn't think i would start that membership that has been amazing because like with setting the membership i've met so many women some physically some virtually and i've been able to get in touch with them and like know them and indiv as individuals it has just opened up so i think that for sure the year 28 has been my year of like really exploding uh, my social circles um breeding a lot of confidence because I really wasn't betraying myself a lot. I feel like confidence wise I grew. I was I'm just like now able to go anywhere and just sit confidently and have a conversation with whoever is there in the room without feeling like oh maybe I shouldn't have said that or like second guess myself. I'm just like yeah let's go let's do like that open mindedness. I had a lot of fun. I was so open so like 28 there 28 was just great for me but also like i've been reading think like a monk by jay shetty and he tasked us to write down our proudest moments and then our regrets right and guys there's this I, I was just thinking there's this culture that we have these days of i have no regrets you know you ask people like what are your regrets and they say i have no regrets and I like to some level that makes sense but then on another level like I just feel like it's not honest like you have you lived enough <laughs> you have no regrets what I understand is maybe I choose not to dwell on my regrets I learned but yeah there should be things you regret but I sat with that question for a while and actually not for a while i sat with it for a bit and it was so clear for me what things i regretted and yeah it was so clear for me what things that i i knew i should have done different but all of them like um, among all the ones that i wrote there's just one thing that i want to share with you guys right so that thing for me is um not putting in an effort to know my mom 
better like i put in an effort but i should have put in more like much more to know my mother better my mom passed on like two years ago two or three years ago now or two and a half years ago so the history is i don't know if i have told you guys on this podcast before or not but my mom um left my dad my sister and i when we were babies literally she like robbed us of everything and then she left okay and then she left us with our dad and then we just knew our father and our father's side of the family and that was it that's like that was it so you know when you grow old when you grow older and life is difficult and you wish for a mom and things like that and you look at your friends who have moms and you're just like jealous and you also want the relationship you start looking for your mom so i think i first saw my mom when i was like in s3 or s4 she came to school to see me and um yeah it was it was yeah first time i met her she like tried to give me her side of the story and told me things that uh they didn't really make sense to me really but then it was, i was glad that i saw her etc and then i pursued the relationship again in uni because now i was like on my own so i looked for her went to her place saw her went with my best friend saw her and asked her questions i still was not satisfied with the answers she gave me uh discussed the relationship with my friend say you see what for you why were you satisfied with those answers and things like that and we just debated it over and just realized no and then later i naturally i'm just the one that usually the pusher i was the one like pushing the relationship um just pursuing her and i'd get things from her like messages from her like how come it's mother's day and you haven't wished me my happy mother's day and things like that like i felt from my side like there was a sense of entitlement from her end then i just felt like you know what i am the child i am the one you're abandoned i feel like the effort should be coming from you because you're the one that left me and you are the one that brought me in the world and things like that so uh, i just decided to like no day in my movie and not break my heart again and decided that you know actually my father was right my family was trying to protect me from this this whole time so like why says why are you going out there trying to break your heart so i just like backtrack became silent and silent and silent and of course because i wasn't putting in effort and i was the driver of the relationship it fizzled it just like went quiet nobody was calling anybody anymore and yeah that kept quiet went back to my life it is see so um just a few days before she died my stepsister called me and said you know you guys need to come to the hospital mommy's sick and stuff like that so i got my best friend again my sister and we went and saw her and i remember us leaving the hospital and thinking no 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 she's going to be okay like she looked strong and whatever but like ah oh, she's going to be fine no 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 this one is still here it is see so we took stuff but we didn't really you know like those final things eh? we didn't say anything it was just like hi get well soon okay whatever you're just there just a small talk how is this one how is your dad okay 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 let her sleep she's tired then you you know you chill eh? you go but i think three days after that uh i was called and told you know your mom has passed and i remember thinking eh okay, what 
But then still, we're not very close. We're not actually close at all. When I say very, you think that maybe we're close. We're not close at all. I'm debating within myself whether actually I should go to the funeral and stuff like that. Uh, so I called my sister and stuff. It was until I called my father that I realized that actually it's a serious thing. Because it was like, no, you need to go to the vigil. Where are you right now? Um, you know, you guys come pick me up. Let's go and stuff like that. In my head, I'm like, what? Why even going to the vigil? I didn't even think it was serious. It's not that serious. Eh, eh. Anyway, the thing becomes serious. We go anyway, bury her, stuff like that. Majority of the people that buried her were from my father's side. Like people from, like my aunties showed up, my cousins showed up, my dad, like we were from my father's side. Who she abandoned a long time ago were the majority. And I was just like, isn't life a funny thing? You know? I honestly couldn't get myself to cry or anything. Like I remember my aunt telling me, you're too happy for a funeral. Like try and be, you get it? Stop smiling. Can you stop smiling? But I didn't feel any loss or any sadness. Really, because really I didn't know this person much. It is he. Anyway, that ended until the first time I felt, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's morning. I don't know. But like the first time of, eh, eh? No, no, maybe actually the chick should have been alive. Was like maybe a month ago. A month ago, I I called my dad and I asked him. I wanted to put some stuff. Like I was filling in some stuff online. I needed some information. And I asked him if he can remember the time I was born. Because that was not on my birth certificate. The day was there. But the time I was born was not there. And I needed that. And he's like, oh, honestly, I don't remember. I should be sad. It was, all I know is it was in the evening between seven, eight, nine there. And then I asked him, there was also another time I asked him, I'm still trying to make like connection of like with my childhood experience because I don't remember most of it. And I, especially my early years. And I wanted to ask him, what do you, rem-? I asked him, what do you remember about me as a child? Like, what's the thing that stands out for you? And he says, you know what? It's a long time ago. Honestly, I don't remember anything. And that, that's what, that was his answer. And in my head, I'm like, actually, it makes sense. My dad was really never home. He was at the office. And at the office in the office, and he'd come back in the evening when we're having dinner and almost going to sleep. And he would put us to bed, you know, check our feet if they're clean, stuff like that. I don't remember, like, spending, you know, time with him as a child. So it's obvious that really his memory is scanty and it's been so many years. And that's when, for the first time, I was like, oh, I wish my mom was here, actually. <laughs> I would have picked up the phone and called her and asked her. She would have given me something about my childhood that makes sense to me and makes sense to probably what I'm going through right now. That was the first time when it was like, mm. I felt like the chick should be here, okay. <laughs> And then so now when I was reading Think Like a Monk and I was asked that question, I just like bold. Like and it was just so obvious for me that I should like first of all she was a human being. I know that I say that and that's why also trying to like on her journey here, just trying to figure out her life. And I knew that by the way from a very young age. Like I knew that I had that understanding. I have that understanding of people. I actually don't hold grudges and things like that because of that thing. Like, I know that people are on their path. Like, I know that I'm not like 
<laughs> the center of the universe for anybody. Everybody's trying to figure out their life. And that's the reason why I reached out and that's the reason why I forgave her and all things like that. But I didn't have the fuel to continue pushing to sustain the relationship because I was afraid of being rejected over and over again. And for me, like one, that's the thing that I regret the most. Um, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have based on her, like she's on her journey. Like at the end of the day, if she didn't want to pursue her, the relationship, that's on her. But like her journey and mine are different. Like if I want to pursue the thing, then I should have pursued it without expecting her to give me back. You know, it's like giving some, as like giving her and pursuing her, like giving her attention and giving her love, expectant to receive the same amount of, in fact, not even the same, more back. That's what I was expecting, which is the kind of love that I had for her. Like, if you're not giving me any, sis, you ain't getting any. But like now in hindsight, I can see just how stupid that is because at the end of the day, she's on her own path and she's looking for things that serve her. For me, I'm the one that wants the answers you get. For me, I'm the one that was craving that maternal love you get. But then I didn't even let myself go through that entire process because I was just so afraid of being rejected again and being left again and things like that. So for me, like the lesson has, and I think that's, it's so funny, like two, two, two or three years after she passed, is when like it's coming to me that, sis, you have to know what you want out of every relationship. And that thing cannot be based on what another person is giving you. You guys get what I mean, right? It can't be based on what that other person is giving you because that person is on their journey. And you are on your journey. You all are seeking different things. And I'm not saying like be in relationships that do not serve you. But don't be in relationships that, you know, are just draining you and whatever. But like eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. Like in business, you are in a business. You're not making profit. But you know, you know what you want from it. You know what you're capable of. You know the work you have to put in. And how long it might take for you to get those returns back. It's like working out. But then you work out one month, two months. I've been working out for two months. I'm even afraid to stand on the scale, you guys. Okay? I feel like my body's changing, but then again, it's like not changing. But like I work out almost every day, like five, six days a week. It's like that. But then I know, like, cons after, like, with consistency, the results that I want will begin to show up. But in relationships, why don't we do the same thing? Why is it that the person, that person, has to love me back? <laughs> it has to love me back. Like, with relationships, we are so selfish. Like, the person has to call, love me back. I am the one always calling you. I'm always calling you. You never call me. Like, says who asked you to call me every day in the first place? But you see, when I call you every day, it gives me something. Right? 
it gives me something that's why i'm calling you every day but you probably what you want from me is something completely different maybe you get something from me when you sit down with me and you talk and you're not like a phone calls person so it may be it will be completely unfair actually it will be it's like a loss like you're playing yourself to say that just because you don't call me every day i ain't gonna call you no more because guess what i feel like this relationship is one-sided and things like that it's like what do you get from the relationship what do you want from the relationship eyes on the prize i think for me like that is the lesson that i have gotten from that from my regret of like that incident of course the other things that i regret still on the topic of regret you guys of course it's not like there's nothing that's entirely bad for me i feel like it's a great thing because once you regret something then you can get new eyes to see a situation differently i honestly believe that is why grandparents are more a karma when treating uh, their grandbabies than their children because their kids are adults now and they can see what they did right and what they probably did not do right and so you find that the relationships our parents have with our children are usually very different you just look at them and like you know who are you is, is this the same guy who used to like hustle me as a kid <laughs> you know how come you're not doing that to these kids now right i think that that's what regret does it like transforms us in different ways and um gets us to see things differently the last thing i want to say about growing older is how our souls remain green like our souls are ever green like whenever i'm growing older i just feel like on the inside i'm still the same i like still like the same things and uh like my soul is still attracted to very similar things and things like that that's how i feel within me and really what i want you people to get actually if you don't get anything out of this is guys the thing that is evergreen is the thing that we need to concentrate on it is the thing that we need to water it's the thing that remains constant consistent it's the one that does not change that is the one we need to pay attention to ours i think i don't know if I've, yeah i've said it on this, in, on this podcast before like when we pass away our bodies literally are there you know and people are crying and saying you know what oh she's gone oh he's gone like your car is there your clothes are there your house is there your body is there lying in a casket i remember like when i was a kid i was just like no adults are mad why are they saying the person is dead like i can see them there like what's up you know other things change other things change like your own body's aura is consistently changing you're like today you're smaller the next day you're bigger today you have a rash on your face the next day you don't have a rash on your face today you're bloated the next day you're not bloated that's like your body like things around you keep changing or constantly changing your mind um you're broke one day you are you have a lot of money the next day you have a friend today the next day you don't have a friend you know like every other thing is changing apart from like that part of you within that i feel like the part that you feel like is you that has always been you like it's evergreen 
And I just want to stress the fact that, you know, as we grow older, all of us, let us remember that that is what we need to concentrate on. Like really water your soul, you know, do the things that make your soul happy, you know, like meditate, read, write, journal, do creative work. Like I think creative work really, really lights up the soul. And I'm not saying go and draw. I'm not going, I'm, I'm not saying go and sing or write a song and stuff like that. Like we do creative work every day, like maybe in how you cook. Creative work cannot even be defined as anything. Every, like all of us are creative beings, you know. And that's why when we create anything, it's just like we get so lit up from inside that in a way that almost nothing else can make us light up in that way. So if it's conversation with your family and friends that light you up, then have more of those, you know. Because that's the stuff that really matters. If you don't get anything from this conversation that's like one thing that i want you to get so yeah i told you before guys that this was going to be a thoughts dump <laughs> really this is not in any order i didn't really organize my thoughts i just sat down and hit record and i hope you have found something helpful in this episode otherwise my friends talk soon connect soon and wait let me quote elsa send hugs send kisses no send money send money <laughs> anyway i am joking and i am just so blessed to be able to have you guys listen and um have this space where i can connect with you guys through voice connect soon my friends love love and light Many thanks to you for finishing yet another episode of the Connectivity Podcast. If you haven't yet, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That way, you'll never miss an episode. I want to hear from you. What were your key takeaways? Head on over to my Instagram or Facebook at Connectivity Podcast to continue the conversation. This is Rebecca signing off. Connect soon. Mm-hmm.